One Shot Questers is a Dungeons & Dragons themed podcast for mature audiences. Content warnings can be found in the episode's description. Hello everyone and welcome back to Monsters in the Mist where ordinary people... <laughs> Gain extraordinary powers. My name is Duke Davis, and I am playing Trevor Anderson, the wannabe streamer. And Trevor, right now, uh, even though they are facing a, a a specter at the moment, all they can think about is the two women in his life and how he's gonna make them coexist, <laughs> or you know how he can keep both of them in their in his life at the same time and they're existing they're, at the same time but they're not coexisting together as in they're not living in it like a that thing because that, he wants to be the one it's like a terrarium situation is that a polygamous marriage uh, guys you know how you know how there's times where i i screw up with my <laughs> speaking that was one of the times that was me figuring out oh coexist is a is a pretty uh big and smart word i'm gonna just throw that in there because you know that's that's what it means right Nope, apparently not. That that's that's Duke language right there. Anyway, Tori. <laughs> Hello, Tori, I'm Tori. I'm oh, oh yeah. Oh, I was gonna say, Tori, how do you feel about word. cohabitating with Stop. Um, with Stop. Trevor? <laughs> <laughs> how do you feel about three? Oh gosh. Okay. Hey, 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 hey. I didn't finish that word. Shaky. Um. Hello, I'm Tori, and I'm playing Alice Carroll, who is uh, an up and coming dancer in Dunport. Inhabits the mythos of Peter Pan. She is currently uh, in this re retirement home that is falling apart and is really stressed about three things. Trevor, because she forgot, she realized that she didn't respond to him. Two, a party that she's meant to be at in a couple of hours. And three, ah, oh, there's a lot of old people in here that need saving. Shit. <laughs> Hello? Uh, I'm Reed. Find me on Reed's source book. My character is Liam. Uh, his, his mythos is uh, the Norn or the Norse fate. Unlike both Trevor and Alice, Liam has no qualms about any relationship stuff. Right now, his current thought is, oh crap, oh crap, I'm gonna die. Please, oh no, please help. Oh, oh crap. <laughs> yes, my name is Matthew Gonzalez and I am playing the wonderful Evan Drake uh, Evan, on the night right before he turns 18, finds himself, instead of celebrating, in a rusty situation. And he has a mythos of the ugly duckling. And uh, we'll see what, uh, what these hooligans are in for. In this next episode. G'day guys, my name is Michael. I'm the Dead Aussie Gamer, and I am the master of ceremonies. That's right, I'm not just some guy of ceremonies, I'm not Mr. of Ceremonies, I'm the master of ceremonies here for Monsters in the Mist, uh, as I take these wonderful and chaotic individuals and uh, apparently drop buildings on them. So, yay! You Whoa. chose to drop buildings on us, okay? Hooray! It's, I don't know why you're actually surprised. Yeah, you, you chose this. I woke up and chose violence. Welcome one and all to Monsters in the Mist, a tale of extraordinary powers being granted to ordinary heroes, but 
we are in a bit of a situation as we find ourselves at the Golden Oak Retirement Home as the building itself shudders, quakes, and trembles beneath the streets as all of the metal within this building has now turned to rust and dust. The sound of creaking, glass shattering, stone slipping and sliding from their housing, the ceiling themselves, large fissures and cracks appearing, <laughs> creating a lattice of destruction that now travels like a living creature throughout the entire building. We find our four heroes in a room with an elderly woman by the name of Agnes, her ghostly specter uh, of a husband named Henry, who had just given her everything she needed to get her life back on track, and about, well, let's say 40 people who are still residents of this building, trapped within their own rooms with mere moments to try and evacuate before this entire building comes crashing yeah. down. Oh, shit. It is your turn as we fly into what is loosely the cinematic initiative that is City of Mist as uh, you are now again watching some of the people have already evacuated some of the people are leaving but you can still hear the sounds of distress coming from all around you right players what do we do Alice is going to is there a is there a window in this room uh yes there is a double window that covers the northern side of the wall here and are we on like the first floor second floor is it all one level what's that uh, there like? are there are two stories but the lower floor is for all of the accommodations Alice is going to uh, pick up Agnes walk over and kick in the window that leads outside and is going to do her best to kind of get rid of all of the glass kind of around the outside. And she is going to uh, fly Agnes out kind of not like right next to the building, like a, a decent ways away so that when it comes crumbling down, hopefully she doesn't get affected. All right. Now flying through glass. That sounds super dangerous. <sighs> But let's try it. <laughs> this old lady's gonna die. She did kick the window in first, but obviously I know there is still going to be glass there. Correct. But she did try and kind of get rid of as much. And she'll kind of do it in a way that if there's any damage, hopefully it's to her, not to Agnes. Sure, I'm happy for that. Let's go with a face the danger check. I feel like this is a, an appropriate way to do it. Uh, as you fly towards the uh, the window, you're trying to obviously get through the now broken glass uh, with the elderly woman in your hands. Okay. All right, all right, all right. So I'm using flight. And again, can I use self-defense? Uh, no, unfortunately not for this one. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Thick skinned? <laughs> sure. <laughs> okay. Ambitious? No. Okay. All right. Well, I'll you're go not ambitiously two. jumping through this window. <laughs> uh, so that's that's an eight. With an eight, you will manage to succeed, but you will suffer some lacerations. Please add cut one oh. to your uh, to your character. Um, okay. Also, don't forget that you, I believe, also still have bruised as well. I have bruised. Uh, these are penalties that apply to your physical things as well. So you will do need to take those as penalties ongoing. So yeah. So you fly out the window. <laughs> As you now uh, have Agnes, you fly her a short distance away. You turn back around and can see uh, the rest of your companions still inside the building. Uh, the specter of Henry has has <laughs> followed you out. Uh, Trevor waving as you've uh, abandoned them. Um, she left and me. As, she left and me as again. this happens, <laughs> she left me. She left us. Well, they okay, her initial thought year. was to get Trevor. <laughs> 
her initial thought was to get Trevor out, but also old people <laughs> without powers. <laughs> the little bitch. Trevor, as you, uh, as you watch, with the window having now been broken and flown out of, uh, there is no support structure on this entire side of the wall, and the rubble on that building is coming down. I need Trevor, um, Liam, and Evan to make me a... Whoops. Uh, yeah, face the danger roll again, uh, as you are trying to avoid that part of the building collapsing. If it pleases the Master of Ceremonies, can I use Change Fate slash Chronomancy to have some of the metal get rewound a little bit and not become rust quite yet before, as we're going, would that be something I can do? Isolate the metal and have it rewind. It pleases the court to allow you to do this. Um, please make a, please make a change the game roll. Okay. Oh, can I add change fate and chronomancy? Uh, yep. Okay. That's still not good. Oh no. So that's going to be in total five. <laughs> oh no. Oof. All right. Well, uh, what did our other two characters get for their face the danger checks? Um, I got an eight. All right. Uh, you rush out. There's a tiny <laughs> coming from the duck that's chasing behind you. <laughs> Trevor, can I uh, invoke a player class and summon the rogue? You may absolutely do so. Okay. So I will do that mainly because I'm guessing this would be very much a dexterity thing trying to get out of the way. So I want to invoke that. So that would add to my roll, which would make it a seven. That is enough. Okay. You manage to uh, invoke the class of the rogue, and as you do, you watch as uh, Evan is running outwards. He turns back to like see where you are, and then immediately bumps into you because you're already in front of him. Uh, <laughs> as he does so, what I need from you, you may try to pickpocket Evan when he bumps into you. Sure. All right. Why not? Make a sneak around check. And Evan, make me an investigation check. <laughs> and we don't usually have opposed roles, but these are going to be like the equivalent of one. I got an eight, but can I add uh, self-defense and sense threat? Sense threat, yes. Self-defense, no. Oh, I rolled a straight 10. <laughs> All right. You don't find much on Evan's person <laughs> because Evan is, of course, unemployed. You do, however, find a scrap of paper that you quickly pocket for yourself. <gasps> that is all. <laughs> However, <laughs> and please write that down and remember that because that is going to be important to the story oh, later. Oh no, um, it's a secret mouse tool. As you've attempted to uh, re reverse time and rewind it, um, Liam, you've reached out forward and you watch as the uh, as the Norn steps forward and she's not, she is attempting to change fate, but there's something wrong. As she's attempting to, doing, doing, uh, to do so, you watch as the fingertips of her needle-like hands start to rust as well. Not disappear, but tarnish as she tries to go against the mythos that is currently exerting its influence here. It's a rebuff and her abilities do not work. She looks at you and she instead now holds a single glowing thread and watches you <sighs> as the building comes down on Liam. Alice, this is, this is the last thing you see was um, Liam with his hands up in a pose you've seen him do many times before as he rewinds and changes and shapes time. You, uh, from behind you, both uh, Trevor and Evan look back and can see he's still in that room trying to like, you know, sort of almost stretch out and reach his influence to every corner of this room. Then with the sound of a snap, like the breaking of a coconut or the whacking of a baseball, 
you hear the blast vestiges of that ceiling suddenly come loose and the weight of the floor above careen downwards onto onto Liam's location. Is there anything I can... Ah, has it already happened? Is there anything I can do? There's dust that has exploded out from that room. But time is of the essence. Both uh, Evan and Trevor, you are still in the retirement home. There are still people here in danger. And Alice, you are outside a short distance away. Oh my gosh. And you can see that there are other windows um, as well. <laughs> Alice just screams Liam's name. Just like someone, like her, her friend, had like something awful has just happened to her friend. Um, and then I, I have I lost sight of Evan and Trevor? Yes. Okay. She'll also be like, she's gonna fly over to the building. Um, can I, can I still see into the building at all? Or mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. Can I look into the windows and see if I can see them at all? And also see who else needs help. Make an investigation check as you begin to look around. Meanwhile, inside, Evan and um, Trevor. Trevor's in shock right now, seeing that Liam just got taken down in the building because this is the first time fate did not work for us. And so Trevor's first thought is going to go to Evan. And Evan, what is your reaction? Evan is precipitating a lot. Because he doesn't like precipitating, perspiring, that's the word. <laughs> it's okay, you've been raining. hanging out with me way too much. <laughs> he's, he's raining. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah, he's, uh, he's perspiring a lot because um, Evan doesn't like close spaces. I, wanna, I don't know if I would say he's claustrophobic, but he doesn't like being cornered. Hmm. And uh, he finds himself very cornered right now in every direction as this building is falling down and uh, he just kind of looks at uh, Trevor blankly, um, and then musters up the courage and says, "I'm I'm going to save him, and I'm going to invoke the power of the duck." <laughs> <laughs> all right, the duck. <laughs> invoking the power of the Do duck. Do I need to roll at all? Or? I mean, I mean, what are you invoking? Can I transform into like a <laughs> like a dragon? I believe I believe your shape shifting only applies to birds. Oh, uh, I guess a bird, a dragon is so, a bird, huh? The thunderbird. If- if I um if I could if I could lean on it, I will say this. What is your intention in terms of what you transform into? So uh ooh, yes, I want to like blow all the dust away so we can see. Okay, so something with large wings. So maybe an That's albatross good... with a large wingspan yeah. would work for exactly that. As you stretch out your large albatross wings, as you take form into this giant bird. A few massive flaps and the dust begins to clear. The corridor that now leads out is now uh, clear and you can see that uh, a group of individuals have started to make their way uh, to safety. Twelve of the 40 residents are now able to evacuate thanks to your efforts. Does that help at all in our fi- like finding Liam? Looking for Liam is a different matter. Okay. The rubble is just simply in front of you and obstructing. You watch as the duck waddles over to the rubble and just starts... And just sort of slapping it with a webbed foot. Is it, uh, okay, can, I want to, like, pick up some pieces, get that rubble out of there. The albatross is not a great form for that, but there is a type of creature, a type of bird, an Australian bird, in fact, that is very good at fucking up rocks. A kiwi. And, you say a kiwi is an yeah. Australian bird? 
I don't know if it's to my face, <laughs> but it has the word kiwi in it. It makes a valid point. It does have the word kiwi in it. Aussie. Kiwis aren't Aussie. Kiwis are New Zealand. Yeah, that's We literally call New Zealanders kiwis. But it does have the word kiwi in it. Yeah, but what's I'm just saying you're you're right. Kiwis are New Zealand. Oh no, the second floor suddenly dropped again, and this time it hit freaking Evan right in the head. What that weird. And riding atop it is a fucking kiwi. Were you talking about an emu? I'm sorry. No. What? No. A cassowary. Mm. Of course. So, a cassowary is a large bird with a massive horn on its head that is very suitable for headbutting, kicking, breaking things apart very easily. And sure enough, you transform into this beautiful freaking dinosaur bird thing and you start to try and destroy the rubble. From inside, Liam, you have taken some catastrophic damage. Damn. You have contusion. Okay. Yeah. You have been crushed by this rock. Where do I... Uh, your leg is pinned, and you are under the rubble. I mean, at this point, I think Liam is just incredibly grateful that he's alive. He's he's crying right now out of tears of both relief, but also fear and pain. He's going to look around and see if there's any way that he can find something to leverage the rubble off of his leg. All right, make an investigation check as you look around to try and find something That'll help alleviate the pressure on your legs. Okay. Uh, can I use eye for detail? Yes, you may. Okay. So that's then eight. With an eight, you look around and you find uh, just a bit of broken furniture. You wedge it between some of the rocks to try and release your leg that is pinned under this stone. But as this happens, you notice something. What appears to be a cockroach mm. crawling up your leg. It starts to make its way past your knee, across your thigh. Ooh. You feel the tiny little prickles of its legs oh. as it continues to whiz. Wait, what are, you, what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? Get, get, get up, get up, go off. Up your body. Do you try to swat at it? Um, yeah, I'm going to start, like, I'm going to take my hand and just kind of try to slide down, not trying to hit it, but trying to get it, slide right. it off of me. You slide it off of you, and as it does so, it moves around, and that is when you notice something. Something really bizarre. Another cockroach. And then another. Oh, and then another. No. And another. Oh. And another start to appear. The only weapon you have is a piece of that metal bed frame you have, like, well, not the metal bed frame, the, um, the, the, like, sorry, the, like, wooden bed leg thing. The thing wooden hitting for things, people. A cane? Yeah. Sure. It's a, it's, it's a club, basically. You have a club okay. in your hand, and that's the only thing okay. you've got to defend yourself with. Um, okay, Liam is, Liam is gonna hold it kind of defensively, and he's going to be like, so, let me, I should probably get my contortion card out. I actually haven't, um, let me open that up real quick so I can get four, correct? Correct, you are at four on... contusion. Physical, oh, man. uh, physical acts are going to give you a negative four penalty. <gasps> oh. At five, you fall unconscious. At six, you are deceased. For oh. the viewers at home, deceased means dead or okay. not breathing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I'm glad we explained that for the viewers, for the listeners, because they could And breathing involves the intake of oxygen so that one can uh, oxygenate their blood for the purposes of functionality of the body, which, when ceased, um, leads to death. Which is why they call it deceased. And that's a really good point you bring up there. You know, we haven't actually focused on that. <laughs> Never mind, sorry. Um, Liam is, is going to protectively hold it up to cover his body. Depending on how often they come up to him, he's going to just try to swat 
them away. Um, as he's kind of muttering to himself, he's like, I don't want to go this way, but if you're going to go, why do they have to be cockroaches? Why, why did I have to die to cockroaches? I had a whole building I could have died from, and I got to die from cockroaches? Meanwhile, Trevor. Um, so I'm still on, I'm still in the building, mm-hmm. and I'm on the second floor, and this is where all the residents are at. Uh, you're on the first floor, and oh, this is the where first the residents floor. are at. There's oh. a second floor, but that's for, like, therapy and, like, physio and all that other stuff. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Because, you know, if you can't um, climb stairs to go to your physio, then, you know, just stay okay. down here. That, that, <laughs> that's fair. It's that's very fair. poor planning that, on that, this, that, this place. Yeah, no, that's fair. <laughs> um, so there's a lot of people here. <laughs> Matt's dying. Uh, it's, it's just a funny concept. Um, <laughs> get up the stairs, Nan, or you're not getting your exercise. <laughs> They're like, but I can't get up the stairs. <laughs> no exercise. <That's- laughs> Should have thought about that before you became old. <laughs> okay, there's only really one thing that I know I could really do to really affect multiple people in the space around me. Use the spell Calm Emotions, because that will affect everyone around me in a 20-foot radius. I would say I'm going to dispel the rogue, and then uh, who has Calm Emotions? We'll invoke the cleric. By by Trevor saying, help is on the way, dear! And then the cleric will appear for him. And then he's going to cast uh, Calm Emotions. But his, Trevor's hope is cause all the people around him to take a moment to breathe, realize what's going on, and to have Trevor guide them to the nearest um, open way to get out of the building. All right. Absolutely. Um, let's make a change the game check and see how we go with this. Oh, boy. We believe. Uh, so I got my class. Uh, can I add Mama Hydra energy? Uh, sure. I like that. That was protective. Uh, determination? Mm, determination. Sure. I'll allow that one. Okay. So that will bring me Mama Hydra determination and invoking a class eight. With an eight, you cast a calming wave over everyone around you, and uh, it starts to calm a number of this, uh, the the people enough that two individuals have returned. Two of the nursing staff, who had otherwise you know tried to abandon their post and going like, oh, we got to save ourselves, uh, came back and helped the residents. Oh, cool! Saving a further thirteen individuals. Nice. Nice. So that is twenty-five of the forty people in the building have now been evacuated safely. More than half. Now, as this happens, Tori, Alice is outside scouting around, and you've seen a number of individuals starting to make their way uh, way free. Uh, when you get a uh, an inkling, a sense of a particular difficult chamber, an area where. Um, Everyone seems to have been trapped by some of the falling rubble in the games room. The rubble has uh, blocked off the exit. There is a window, but these people are incredibly old. And, you know, obviously trying to get out one at a time is going to be hard. Some of them are in wheelchairs. Uh, some of them look like they're not quite all there. But this is dangerous. There's about uh, eight people in this room. And if I was to break the window again, that would... It would collapse, wouldn't it? Um, potentially. Potentially. And, but the exit is blocked. Mm-hmm. Oh, gosh. I don't know what to, I don't know what to do. Can, I'm going to, can I try and use trickery to make the glass disappear while still keeping the structural integrity of the window frame? Ooh, I do like that. 
All right, let's give it a go. Go with a change the game check. Okay. And see how Roll we go. better okay. than three. Don't be like me. Okay, okay, hang on. That is an 11. With an 11, you manage to uh, hold up the frame, and rather than destroying the glass, you have turned it into basically a kind of like tapioca jelly. You're able to move through it, and it then reassembles behind you and maintains its structural integrity. Okay. Alice is going to enter the room, um, moving through this like gelatinous kind of, I, I assume it's kind of like, it's like a jello, but it, it doesn't like cling to you or anything. It's just kind yeah. of like moving through water almost. Um, yeah, exactly. She's going to go in and are there are you any, my like, granddaughter? Uh, no, sir, this is not, this is not the time. Are there any orderlies? in there with them in the games room or is it just the residents? Uh, you notice that there is one orderly here. It is a young uh, young fella, you know, like uh, seems to be one of like the volunteers and stuff. He's dressed as a music- uh, magician over his outfit as an orderly. Uh, he is sitting amongst a pile of playing cards, a uh, turned, uh, turned over top hat, and he's just yeah. sort of shaking. Okay, um, she's going to turn, Alice is going to turn to him and say, okay, need to take a few deep breaths. I'm going to try and help everybody get out, but we have to move no. swiftly, so I need your help. <sighs> she is going to... She's going to reach into her bag, and she is going to blow fairy dust on the orderly and on all of the old people. All right. We're about to have a bunch of flying elderly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the, the, that that's very dependent <laughs> on the happy thoughts that they can muster amidst the collapsing building. Yeah, faith, that's, trust, that's and fair. Success. I was going to say, and then Alice is going to start telling them the story of Peter Pan in the hopes to give them happy thoughts. Like so the whole story? To, uh, no, no, she's gonna, she's gonna, you know, um... Once upon a time, the fuck are you on about? <laughs> no building's coming down! A VHS copy of Hook, and just, like, puts it oh, in. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> she's gonna kind of go, okay, I know this is all very scary, this is all very intense, and we have to move somewhat quickly, but I want you all to think of the happiest memory you can. The happiest memory from your life of your children or your grandchildren or your the first time you ate your favorite flavor of ice cream um uh, the, the first time uh you know waking up on a sunny morning and feeling the sun hit your skin in winter think of the happiest moment that you can think of your happy thoughts they will lift you into the air and Hopefully, if any of them start to float, she's going to kind of almost guide them out through the window. Okay. We are going to go with convince check. All right. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. Um, okay. Right, okay. Without adding anything, that's a nine. All right. So that's still a success. So as you've managed to convince them, some of them begin to rise up. Some of them start to, to float and uh, are kind of confused as to what's happening. What they see is a little different. What they see is a massive explosion that forces them out uh, of the window, blasting them backwards as they manage to land safely <laughs> in the garden on the other side because they can't see anything. So, you know, they um, they just simply float outwards and uh, they're unsure as how they ended up there. They just simply seem dazzled and confused. However, the orderly has not 
flown. Like, I can't do this. I just, I just, I just can't. I, I don't, I was supposed to be working today. I just, this is the, the old people is so sad. And I thought I'd just do some card tricks, man. I don't want to die dressed as a magician, man. <laughs> Alice is going to walk over yeah. to this orderly. She's going to slap him across the face. Ah! Um, and she's going to pick this boy up and walk over to the window and kind of just like gently, but kind of just yeet him out the window. <laughs> <laughs> and then fall. And then um, the, there is no way for me to get to any other rooms via this entrance is there. Um, no. Okay. So what I need from you to throw, throw this kid out the window yeah. is I need a face the danger check because this room is collapsing. Okay. That is, again, a nine without anything. Um, look at you, freaking just owning everything. Um, what should absolutely fail from now? I don't, again, I don't think I have anything else I could add. Uh, as you uh, grab hold of him, he uh, doesn't struggle more than he does, just like, sort of like, oh my God. <laughs> and then, and you no longer hear him, and you're like, <laughs> as this happens, you hear the sounds of one of the walls giving way. As the wall gives way, Liam, some of the rocks release from your legs as the cockroaches advance upon you. You yell out in pain as a shooting wave of, of agony runs up your leg with that release of pressure. Uh, Alice, you hear that coming from next door to where you are, as do uh, the cassowary who has been chipping away at the rocks, and uh, Trevor, who uh, has been like sort of just guiding and pointing people past and out the, the door, you all hear uh, Liam as the rocks come loose, and Liam's hand <laughs> penetrates through the rubble, covered in um, silted dust and the like. Look out, Adbarian is here, and I know your parents said not to spoil you, but I'm gonna spoil you anyways. With this episode's sponsor, OneShot Questers Patreon. Our content is made possible by the incredible Patreons who support us there. By becoming a Patreon, you'll gain access to awesome perks such as early content releases and ad and sponsorship-free viewing. Plus, you are my favorite. Don't tell the others. Also, plus, if you're hearing this ad, that means most, if not all of our episodes are available to listen on our Patreon page. So what? Why wait? No, seriously, why are you waiting? Take the plunge and pledge to our $5 tier or higher, granting you immediate access to all of our fantastic episodes. Simply visit patreon.com slash oneshotquesters and you can also find a link in our description for easy access. Pledging is one of the best ways to show your support, so if you feel like we deserve it, go ahead and pledge today. And without further ado, let's get back to the show. Alice is going to fly in and see Liam's hand sticking up through the rubble. Um, and she is going to like grab hold of his hand as kind of like letting him know that she's there. Kind of give him like a light little pull to kind of see is is he gonna is there gonna be a way to like just easily kind of pull him out or do we need to move more? Um Rock. I think he's gonna be able to be free now that the his leg is free. However, uh, Liam, do you want to tell them about what's lurking underneath the rubble? Yeah, as soon as you as soon as you grab onto my arm first, I, I I'm gonna feel that I'm gonna grab onto it, and I'm going to try to say as loudly as I can, "Be careful! There's there's some 
there's a bunch of cockroaches and I don't know what's going on. And they're, they're here. Please get me out and please protect yourselves. They're cockroaches and there are a lot of them. And I don't know why they're here. Okay. Okay. I, I hear you. I, I'm going to, I'm going to try and pull you out. Thank you. Um, uh, and Alice is going to, uh, she doesn't know. Uh, can she see Trevor and Evan at all? Uh, yes. You can see them on the other side of okay. the entranceway. Um, she's going to say, um, I think I have this. I think maybe you need to get out of here or try and help some other people. There are cockroaches. I don't know what this means. There are cockroaches apparently. And Alice hundreds is hundreds uh, of Alice them. is going to like make eye contact with Trevor and is like, go, please go. I like get out of the building. Well, get out or help people. But you probably shouldn't be here right now. Tre Trevor is going to nod knowing that Alice has these powers that no one else has and he doesn't want to leave his two friends but he is but trevor is going to start guiding people any of the stragglers outside of the building to make sure they're alive they they, they stay All alive right. you begin to do so as you uh start making your way as liam you've pulling yourself out of the rubble as uh again you're you're, you're seeing everything unfold behind you suddenly uh, a creature emerges from underneath the rubble directly behind you. It is a swarm of cockroaches that begin to place themselves almost <gasps> or arranging themselves oh, into the oh. form of a dog-shaped beetle-like creature with these large, massive antennas that drip with those bits of cockroaches as this being kind of shifts its head um, you would recognize, uh, Trevor, as you are kind of, like, guiding people out, you would recognize this as a rust monster. Oh! Uh, but it is comprised of thousands of cockroaches that are intermingling with each other. As it moves its head, it's almost as if the structure isn't moving, more as though they're disassembling and then reassembling in the new pose, in the new position. Oh, no. Cockroaches. This hissing, clicking noise from their wings that they beat move close to uh, Liam as they hungrily search for something. Uh, Liam, do you have any metal on your person? Uh, besides any buttons, I don't. I think his wallet would have been primarily leather. Uh, his cards would have been plastic. Cash would have been paper. Maybe belt buckle and other buckles. Sweet. Your belt buckle will disappear. Well, his pants are going to be down. <laughs> Damn. Alice is just trying to, like, bring Liam out. Like, she's holding on to him kind of uh, with the goal of, like, being like, swoop you away. And she's just trying to get him out as quickly as possible. Yeah. And at this point, Liam doesn't care about, I mean, his leg is, is in agonizing pain. He is terrified. He is crying right now. He, uh, and not like in a in a goofy way. Like he is he is horrified and also guilt stricken because you know. And so he's just he's clinging on to Alice. All right, Evan. So Evan sees this multitude of cockroaches forming this disgusting beast, and instead of freaking out, he he mostly gets pissed because uh, growing up in these foster homes that weren't well taken care of, he was. He always saw cockroaches and he at first was afraid of them as a kid, but just learned to hate them and take care of them. So Evan, actually, no, I think he's going to stay the same and and try to attack All right. the cockroaches as a cassowary. You rush over to the cockroaches 
Fun fact about cockroaches. Did you know that a cockroach can go from zero to its maximum velocity as a starting speed? Uh, yeah, that very, very cool. Horrifying. That's, that's a fact I could have lived without <laughs> knowing, actually. No. So as you go over and kick it, I need you to face the danger as uh, this cassowary <laughs> runs towards uh, where Liam is being pulled out by Alice and suddenly with this big boot, trying to kick with a clawed toe uh, this pile of cockroaches. Um, I got a seven, but I'd like to add protective big brother work because the cockroaches were like kind of all over Liam. Um, they're not on Liam while they're assembled this way. Okay. And uh, what about bird shifting? Because I'm technically using that. Would I add one? Um, yeah, I'll allow that one. Okay, so an eight. And then uh, fight bullies. No. So an eight. Okay. You run up and you land a solid kick. The swarm breaks apart and dissipates. Uh, you have as your ability, the um, when you kick someone or when you use your thing, you have to pick one of the actions in your player move, which for us is currently uh, you can uh, achieve your goal, give them a opposing status, or block or dodge a counterattack. Now, presuming you, uh, you've only got one of these choices to choose from, you want to try and further your goal of getting these creatures away, meaning that they will get a chance to go toe-to-toe -to -toe with you, basically attack you. Now, because you don't have any metal, this is a good thing. They do not impose any kind of status against you as you, you land a solid kick, but what they do do is <laughs> they dissipate <laughs> and fly out of the building and reassemble near a very, very expensive-looking Bentley. My Bentley. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Okay. I love Duke's face. Um, it's like the whole time it's like, ah, sucked in, it's gonna happen to you too. I just, it doesn't feel too good. <laughs> I just got this, come on. How do you think, I, uh, how do you think Trevor feels? The cockroaches land, a few of them, like again, reassemble this dog-sized beetle thing, and some of them have landed on the, the hood of the the Bentley. You can see one of them crawling up the uh, the little like Bentley logo that's on the front of your car. Yes. All right, guys. I know exactly what to do to get rid of these cockroaches. I am going to dissipate the cleric, and I'm going to invoke the wizard. No, anything but that, please. I know what you're going to do. Please, oh, no, anything no, 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 no. but that. Sorry, I'm going to take it back. I'm not going to invoke the wizard. I'm going to invoke the druid because druids don't have any metal on them. So real quick, you now have the ability to channel Liam's mythos, correct? Uh, do I? Oh, sorry. The way you said that you get to take back what you said and then do something else. I thought you just oh, had Liam's I'm powers all of a sudden. I'm sorry, Dag. <laughs> sorry. Uh, I'll, I'll be the wizard. It's okay. Uh, that's fine. I, I that was that. so harsh. I'm sorry. That was that it's was okay. that was mean. I was trying to make a joke, but then, yeah. All right. Uh, no, that's fine. I you can go to do it. <laughs> see his face. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, so can I be a druid? You can be a druid. Okay. Okay. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna choose to be the druid because druids don't have any metal on them. That was the main thing. And I'm gonna be like, don't worry, guys, I got this, and I'm going to cast a spell, and I'm gonna have a big can show up, and I'm gonna cast poison spray on the cockroaches that are going towards the Bentley. All right, let's go. <laughs> let's go toe to toe. I thought you were gonna cast fireball. That's I was nah, so no, worried. I wanted fireball. to, but uh, 
but Evan's in front of the other cockroaches. I was like, no. Oh, okay. That is going to be, I would have an eight. All right, with an eight, that is still a success, which is fine. So you can either dodge, give, achieve your goal, or give your opponent a status effect. So you can either give them poison, which helps reduce their threat and stops them from doing stuff, achieve your goal of getting them away from the Bentley, or protect yourself against their oncoming attack. I'm going, I'm going to give them the status of poison. All right, so they get poison one. Okay, so as you uh, as you spray these 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 cockroaches, it sort of they sort of recoil from uh, this now green viscous liquid that is just sort of lined some of them. Uh, you watch as a few of the cockroaches fall off the form and die, but very quickly the creature crawls onto the Bentley, and as it does, you watch as these antennas strip these two lines straight from the hood. Um, and start eating the, uh, the frame around the windshield. The engine's still intact for the time being, but you watch as it is slowly devouring this, um... <laughs> I was gonna say, I also just feel Liam sobs grow more. That's all. It's okay, it's okay, you can, you can, we can, uh, we'll, uh, you can, we can get you a second-hand car, it's fine. <laughs> so, uh, Liam has a, Liam has a bit of a confession to make. One that he was completely unaware of, it was a confession he needs to make. This car was a loner for oh. prestige. You did not own that car. Oh. You had it rented for uh, the weekend. Whenever you go on shows and stuff like that, you will rent this car so that it can take you to places and people will see you with that prestige. Like, much like your outfit, it is all pump and glory and not actually something you own. Which is 100% in character. So, uh, yeah, that Until makes... Until right now. Insurance. Well, that is unequivocally now your car. <laughs> I didn't have insurance for it. <laughs> that's. I think that's the least of our problems right now. <gasps> right now? Later! Uh, Alice is just going to fly him a away from it and try and place him on the ground because so, he's pretty much like not able to do anything right now. Mm -hmm. um, place him kind of as far away as possible um, on the ground gently. Can anybody... <laughs> We need some help. He's really injured. Alice calling for help. Several of the uh, the orderlies seem to like be heading in your direction. There's also the sounds of sirens coming through. The uh, firefighters, the police, you know, ambulances. Everyone is on their way um, to deal with this. However, once again, there is that makeshift, very telltale sound of another snap, another crack. No. But this one is coming from below you. And I need each and every one of you to face the danger. Oh crap! What is I happening? Got a, I got a twelve. Oh, oh, frick, yeah! You I, started, you started doing this, sir, and I was like, oh no! I don't know. Sorry, I don't know what that was. Three Wolverine times calls. four is twelve. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh. Um, I got an eight. Evan, you get away scot free. Your cassowary's powerful legs lead you to safety, and you skid on the ground next to both Liam and Alice. However, Trevor, while you manage to avoid a lot of the damage from the fall, you are unable to get the speed needed to have gotten yourself to safety as you are, you are plunged into the darkness beneath the, uh, the building. You all watch as the whole building then <laughs> comes down. It is flattened, the whole structure disappears before your very eyes. I'd like to shapeshift into a ferret. Into a ferret? A ferret, yes. Uh, if you lived, we'll find out. Oh, 
Okay. No, you're alive. I, I did say you didn't take damage, but I just want to. I just want to add the tension here. All right. You're a ferret. Okay. Cool. Uh, it's just again she, but much more. Uh, I guess emotional than when she screamed Liam's name is going to scream Trevor's name, um, and is going to fly to above the wreckage. Uh, Liam. It- he he's in pain, but he's looking at the flattened rubble with uh, with Trevor inside, and he's just apologizing. He's just, I'm sorry. I tried to stop. I'm sorry. I I failed. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry. You watch as the Norn reappears behind you, holding a single strand of golden thread. Please don't do it. A Please. Golden scissors appear. No. Please spare him. Please don't do it. Please spare him. I'm sorry. Please spare him. Trevor, you find yourself underground in what looks to be an old smuggler's tunnel. It looks to have maybe once upon a time been a run runner's route where uh, people would be sneaking in alcohol during a great prohibition that the city went through many years ago. These old and abandoned tunnels have littled throughout the city of Dunspert for many years. They're hard to find and very few people know how to navigate them. Your ferret pops out of one of the holes uh, within the debris. <laughs> as you, But as you emerge, you are confronted by a corridor that is filled with cockroaches. And these cockroaches have assembled a swarm of these beetle-like creatures. Hundreds of them crawling along the walls inside here, their eyes kind of shooting around in all directions, the noise of their hissing from their wings deafening to your ears. And as you enter this area, they look in your direction. A ferret has no chance against these creatures. You realize that in a moment, Trevor, and you transform back into your druid form. You need to let the others know. You need to let the others know you're okay and where they are, and that this tunnel system under the city is filled with these Ross monsters. If they get out, they will destroy the entire infrastructure of the city itself. Not only will um, they attack the city, but what happened to the Golden Oaks retirement home will happen to every building in the city, unless they're stopped. You reach down to pull out your phone, and your phone is destroyed, cracked by the fall and the damage that you've taken. And that is where we're going to end today's session. Right. And we... Oh, my God. Ba, 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 ba. <laughs> this is not a ba, ba, ba oh, moment. Oh, sorry. Um... Monsters in the Mist has Michael as our MC, Tori as Alice Carroll, Andrew as Liam Beck, Matt as Evan Drake, and myself as Trevor Anderson. We want to give a heartfelt thank you to all of our patrons, especially Christian, Corrine, and Daedron. If you wish to further support Monsters in the Mist and unlock exclusive content, consider joining our Patreon community. Information will be in the show notes of the episode. Until we meet again, questers, fare thee well, and we will see you in the next episode.